0: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball@cbsi.com. at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave,
1: Jamie, and he. It's week 17. Nobody's playing. Well, I'm playing. I'm Heath Cummings. Mike McClure's playing. We're playing some DFS, aren't we, Mike?
2: I'm definitely playing. Cannot get enough of the late season DFS action. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun playing a lot of guys that I never thought I would ever put in a DFS lineup for actual American dollars. But we're going to do it this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: We have an actual section called the replacements. So you'll get to talk about all of those guys in that section. Let's start with the big news. And there are a few things that have come out for sure. So the Ravens are resting their starters We are not expecting Lamar Jackson to play. Mark Ingram's not going to play. We don't think Mark Andrews or Marquise Brown is going to play. You should probably just avoid any Raven that you've ever considered before this week. Vikings and Rams could be in a very similar situation. We've already heard that Dalvin Cook's likely not going to play. I cannot imagine Alexander Madison's going to play. Kirk Cousins is most likely not going to play. I don't know about the wide receivers, but I'm not going to play them even if they do play. Rams going to rest players who are dealing with injuries. Jalen Ramsey's the only name that we've received, but I'm kind of thinking golf and Gurley could be in doubt.
2: Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I'm, you're not playing golf or girly in DFS this week for sure. There's, there's just no way you're getting the,
1: there. And then the, the one that is the most frustrating so far, the Houston Texans, because they could legitimately be slate breakers. Um, yeah. Bill O'Brien has over and over told us that they are going to play this game to win. They will know before their game starts if their game means anything, because if the Chiefs win, then they're the four seed and nothing or and nothing they do matters. I can't take Bill O'Brien at his word.
2: Yeah, it seems a little fishy there. Um, it's unfortunate because if they do play at full strength, like DeAndre Hopkins is someone you can consider playing, just because there's so much value out there, you could pay up for them and treat them like Michael Thomas and some of the other studs on the slate. Um, so I'm going to take a wait and see approach and see if we, you know, we might get some more definitive news on that. Maybe Sunday morning, for example.
1: Right. Um, and, and I think like it's going to be interesting because there are so many 430 games with uncertainty right now. Um, we may not know if Josh Jacobs is playing. We may not know if Leonard Fournette is playing.
2: We, we do know. We do know. Right before we started recording, we got confirmation that Jacobs will not play this week. Well done, Mike. Excellent. Yes. And Kirk Cousins has been ruled out already. As well. I
1: knew Kirk Cousins had. I had not yet seen Josh Jacobs. I came straight from FFT on CBS Sports HQ and um, on the walk across that changed. So Good. So DeAndre Washington absolutely 100% in play. Let's get to the replacements. DeAndre Washington is a replacement. But who are Definitely. the replacements that you're playing this week? The guys that you never thought you'd be considering in DFS?
2: Uh one I think it's going to be Miles Boykin for me. I think I'm going to end up playing some Miles Boykin on DraftKings. He's bare minimum 3k. Um so with that that means I'm expecting Marquise Brown to not play in this game uh, as we already talked about Lamar's not playing Robert Griffin's going to be the quarterback um, so I'll definitely have a little bit there of Miles Boykin I also have Javon Wims I don't know if we can call that a replacement or not Uh super cheap on DraftKings as well um, right now that's where I'm at with those two plus Washington those are the three that I've got the most interest in
1: my my favorite on DraftKings and probably on FanDuel too is Hayden Hurst just because I think he's more likely to play that Mark Andrews role, like I don't even know how much Nick Boyle's is going to play, but even yeah. if it's Hurst and Boyle, I would expect Hurst to be the downfield tight end, and I think that Robert Griffin III is going to have a little bit of success in this game.
2: I agree with you, and I like that we're kind of on the same page there, in that we both want to target a, a pass catcher in that Ravens situation. Um, so yeah, I'm with you there. I think Robert Griffin III is a viable tournament quarterback on DraftKings this week.
1: Uh, one other thing I missed in the news. Terry McLaurin has been ruled out. So Steven Sims, I believe has scored three touchdowns in his past two games. I said earlier today that I would actually prefer to play Kelvin Harmon, I think, because people are going to play Sims and he doesn't have any floor at all. And Harmon has the better pedigree, the lower price and will have no ownership.
2: Yeah. If I was going to attack that situation, I would take Harmon. He's 3,900 Sims is 4,700. Um, you know, it's still gonna be difficult for me to get there over Boykin at bare minimum three K, but yeah, if I had if I wanted to play one of the Washington guys on the other side of of Dallas, who it's obviously a must-win game there, um yeah, it'd be Harmon for me.
1: Sims is six K on FanDuel.
2: Hard yes, it's, uh, pass. Aggressive.
1: Hard pass.
2: Let's yes. talk about
1: Vegas a little bit, the top implied totals, and these numbers have swung wildly. Since the start of the week, they've probably swung wildly in the last hour since I pulled these numbers up. But this is is what I have. The Patriots, by far the biggest number on the slate, 30 and a half for their implied total. Then the Saints at 29.75. The Rams at 28. I would expect that number to fall quickly. If you could bet the under on the Rams at 28, I would take that in a heartbeat. The Packers and Cowboys both at 27.75 and the Chiefs at 26.75. I think we should talk about the Patriots, because it's not too often that a team has the highest number on the slate, and I'm not really considering that many of their players for DFS purposes, and that's how I feel about the Patriots right now. I'm probably going to play a Brady lineup or two, but other than that, I'm really uh, lukewarm on them.
2: Definitely. It's, uh, they're just so, they're so good at distributing the, the scoring and, in our, for our purposes, the fantasy points and kind of whatever the other team is going to allow them to do. Um, so yeah, it's never something you feel super comfortable with when you're locking in Patriots to your lineups. So I'm in the same boat with you there. Tom Brady rates as a top three value quarterback for me on DraftKings this week. Um, at this point, we'll see what happens with some of the, you know, when we rerun with some of the quarterbacks likely sitting. Um, so I'll probably have one Tom Brady lineup out of my 10, but I, I certainly won't be loading up on them and be playing them even in cash games, even though they have the highest team total on the slate.
1: And there are four or five teams with a number below 17. I think you can probably stay away from these offenses except for one player is what I would say. The four offenses are the Panthers, Washington, the Lions, and the Dolphins. And you can't, you can't fade Christian McCaffrey. Although last week, week 17, he crushed anyone who played him by only playing one series. He's 216 yards away from breaking David Johnson's total yards record. I think he's 67 receiving yards away from a 1,000-1,000 season. And the Panthers have said we're not holding back on Christian McCaffrey. He's priced way too high, but I'll probably play a couple of lineups with him just in case it's a record-breaking performance.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I honestly, I think it's probably going to end up as a record breaking performance. I think that, you know, they, they verbally said they're committed to letting him try to get this. That literally could mean 30 plus touches in this game. Um, you know, a lot of them literally might be three yard passes. Uh, we're going to see a lot of that. Uh, that's good news if you're playing on DraftKings. Uh, I do expect them to have double digit receptions in this game. So I will be playing some Christian McCaffrey. Fortunately, we have value out there. Like I've already mentioned Boykin. Um, there's just a lot of value out there. So it's very, it's not as prohibitive as it normally would be at that salary. So yeah, play Christian McCaffrey for sure. I'm uh, not really interested in any of the, the other guys though from Washington, Detroit or Miami.
1: Let's just get right to the positions. Who is your top cash game play on DraftKings at the quarterback position?
2: Um, gonna be a lot like you heard from me last week. I'm playing Carson Wentz again a lot. Uh, I'm riding the, this Eagles team. I think they're gonna come out there and have to play well again, obviously. Um, so I'm gonna be going there. I have a little bit of Dak. I have a little bit of Mahomes. Um, really gonna depend on value as the, the week shakes out. But if I sort my model here by value, I'm going to get uh, Wentz, Brady, Prescott. And then Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes are right there together. Um, and that's, again, assuming Deshaun Watson is actually going to try to win this game.
1: Yeah, and I think on DraftKings, it's pretty easy because Carson Wentz at 6100 actually cheaper than Daniel Jones, $800 less than Aaron Rodgers, who's given us one week in the past two months. Um, it's a, just not much question. On FanDuel, it's a little bit more difficult. I still think Wentz is probably my favorite value if Zach Ertz plays. If Ertz is out, I would lean towards Brady as the top cash game play. He is one hundred dollars cheaper than Ertz, and I'll like I will like Brady more than er, than Wentz if there's no Ertz.
2: Yeah, I will definitely on FanDuel. I'll want to have Ertz available on DraftKings. I'm probably going to play Wentz either way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and handcuff him with maybe Greg Ward or no handcuff. Just kind of depends on the value I, that I like.
1: Up, I like that Wentz, Ward, Goddard, just full on stack, find a giant or two. The, the problem with the Giants pass catchers, and we can talk about it more when we get to wide receiver, but I think if I'm guessing this is your favorite game to stack the Eagles and the Giants, it's my favorite game to stack for sure. Um, you don't know on a weekly basis, which of the three Giants wide receivers is going to be the right answer.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I like what I've seen from Sterling Shepard you know re- yeah. recently so you know initially if I were going to stack that up it would definitely be Sterling Shepherd would be priority number one for
1: sure Slayton is the cheapest of the three and I do think has the most one play upside so yes. I will have a little bit of Darius Slayton in my Carson Wentz lineups I'll have a little bit of Golden Tate and I'll have a little bit of Sterling Shepherd. uh who's your favorite uh your favorite stack besides the Eagles
2: Besides the Eagles, uh, after that, I, I probably look. I'll probably play some Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I think it's going to be a really good spot to uh, take advantage of that that duo again. Um, just because I think we all kind of want to play Ertz. I think there's going to be another tight end we're going to talk about. It's going to be pretty popular as well. Uh, if Ertz happens to sit, Goddard's going to be significantly higher ownership there so much Uh, so i don't think a lot of people are going to end up on travis kelsey this week i have got mahomes in that top five value overall so once again for me it's going to be mahomes travis kelsey going to be my favorite stack outside of the eagles
1: yeah i think my favorite will likely be matt ryan and julio jones there's enough value available on this slate to just play those two and over the last two weeks ryan knows they don't have anything to play for so let's just see how much we can get julio i mean he's just 35 targets in his last two games, Julio is my number one wide receiver on the slate, and he's still significantly cheaper than Michael Thomas on FanDuel. 8500 for Julio, 9200 for Michael Thomas. So, uh, yeah, I'll play that Ryan-Julio stack. At running back, who is your top cash game play?
2: I'm going to have a lot of Alvin Kamara, but now that uh, Washington looks like he's going to be the play, um, I, I think that I'm going to end up with a ton of Washington for the Raiders as well uh, at this point.
1: I'm so glad that you said you're going to have a ton of Alvin Kamara because he, to me, looks like one of the top plays on the slate, regardless of which site you're playing on. The touchdown thing is fluky. like It's not going to go back to where it was before because the first two years of his career, Alvin Kamara put up numbers that we pretty much knew he couldn't duplicate. The first year, it was his rushing efficiency and his yards per catch, and no one does that, and that came back to earth. Last year, the touchdowns were ridiculous and out of control. He had like 20 or something. That swung the complete opposite way this season, but he's still getting significant work in both the run game and the pass game, and he's facing one of the worst defenses in the NFL this Carolina team can't tackle at all. Huge opportunity for big plays for him, and he's just 7,900 on FanDuel. I think 7,800 on DraftKings where it's full-point PPR. He is It's like most of my lineups. I suspect we'll just have Alvin Kamara and DeAndre Washington.
2: Definitely. So I I just ran it again as we were talking here. And uh, when I run 20 lineups on DraftKings, I have 100% exposure to Kamara, 100% Julio Jones. So those two guys are definitely going to be, uh, staples. So while we're talking about running backs, I, I find it really hard to not play Alvin Kamara this week.
1: Now, I don't know. I guess the, the, the Kamara Saints stack works out pretty well if you want to correlate your defense with your running back because Will Greer is going to turn the ball over. It's not my favorite though. I think my favorite is going to be Damian Williams and the Chiefs defense. With Spencer Ware put on IR, I expect a few more touches for Williams. I wouldn't be surprised if they give LaShawn McCoy one more week off before the playoffs. They've been very, very careful with him. So I I think the Damian Williams-Chiefs stack uh, I like quite a bit.
2: Yeah, I'm with you there on that. I like the Chiefs stack a lot. Another running back defense stack that I will probably end up having, uh, especially on FanDuel, uh, Leonard Fournette and the Jaguars, both, in my opinion, still a little too cheap. Definitely the Jaguars D at $3,400 is worth a flyer in a tournament uh, if you want to correlate that with Leonard Fournette.
1: Yeah, I like it a lot, and I plan on playing a bunch of Fournette if he could just get to practice. He did not practice on Thursday. I have not seen yet if he practiced on Wednesday or on Friday. If he, if he doesn't practice at all this week, it's going to be hard to trust him on Sunday, especially in a 430 game. Again, I think it's one of those situations where you might just want to plan on at 3 p.m. being ready to make a bunch of swaps.
2: Yes, yeah. If you're playing some of those players like that, and especially like I said, if he doesn't practice, uh, definitely have a backup plan where you're going to be pivoting uh, to some other players there. So definitely be prepared for that.
1: Well, and the, and the really interesting part of that is, like we talked about the replacements, and DeAndre Washington's a great value even at 6,300. But he's going to share with Jalen Richard. If Leonard Fournette yeah. for some reason can't play, Reichwell Armstead is getting 25 touches and he's yeah. 4,500 on FanDuel.
2: That's, that's going to change things for sure.
1: So again, another opportunity where those, the, hopefully we get a lot of information Sunday morning. We need Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport to do their best work. But, uh, that, that Armstead Jacksonville stack could be ridiculous. So, I think we've probably made it clear that our top cash game play at wide receiver is Julio Jones.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still going to play a lot of Michael Thomas as well, just because I have the ability to do so with all this value popping up. But um, yeah, I, I would say it feels fine giving it to Julio. I still have Michael Thomas projected slightly higher, but um Julio's the guy we'll certainly have a hundred percent exposure to.
1: And we talk about all that value. Is Greg Ward your favorite cheap wide receiver on DraftKings? I know he's cheaper on DraftKings than he is on Fanduel. He's fifty six hundred on Fanduel, which isn't isn't quite as cheap as I'd like
2: to see. Yeah, it's not as cheap as I want it to be. Um, as far as favorite value for me right now, it's Javon Wims, and it's going to be Miles Boykin. I model's just very high on both of those guys. After that, um, yeah, it's. I, I could maybe stack if I if I'm playing a Tom Brady lineup. Some of my favorite value plays might be like Mohamed Sanu. I might take a flyer on that. Um, yeah, it's probably outside of those three. Then it'd be Greg Ward.
1: Yeah, and I do think like I, it'll be interesting to see which of the Ravens wide receivers are going to play. Um, yeah. Seth Roberts. Willie Sneed I would presume Sneed's not going to I wouldn't be surprised if we see Roberts and Boykin though and so either one of them could be in play I was just looking on FanDuel Boykin is 4,600 very close to the minimum I'm going to go ahead and plug him in see if that gives me enough room to play who I want to play in the rest of my lineup is Travis Kelsey your top cash gameplay Tied in. end
2: um actually no uh, as of right now, I'm probably going to end up with OJ Howard, at least on FanDuel. Um, I, I like, like him there. Also going to depend on the status of Zach Ertz. Um, I will likely force the handcuff of Wentz and Ertz as long as Ertz is good to go. Uh, if not, it'll probably be Goddard. Um, but Kelsey's in that mix. I don't think a lot of people are going to play Travis Kelsey this week. So that's why he was kind of my, one of my favorite stacks, but not, Necessarily the, the lock in, in cash games. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a combination of Ertz, Howard and Kelsey, just depending on who's active and ultimately which quarterback I end up with there.
1: And I do like Hurst a lot at 4,700. Howard's 55 on FanDuel. I, that's absolutely without a doubt underpriced. Um, he's been super disappointing, but I'm just going to go right back to him. Who is your, is, who's your favorite punt at the tight end position?
2: Um, probably, probably or going that... to be Goddard, I guess. Uh, or if I, if I wanted to roll with Hearst, um, yeah, just kind of going depend on how much news we get out of Baltimore and when we get it, uh, as far as who's playing, who's not. Um, but I do want Baltimore pass catching. So if I'm looking for value, probably going to be Hearst.
1: That's going to be a really interesting game with the Ravens. Cause I kind of think they're still going to beat Pittsburgh, but the thing that makes it really interesting is on FanDuel, pittsburgh's defense is priced as if they are facing the regular baltimore ravens offense they're 3500 right. on FanDuel, and i still think that robert griffin will have some success but i don't know how you pass up one of the best defenses in the league so far this year against an offense full of backups
2: that's yeah it's a really 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 good point there um yeah, to be, that's something I'll have to consider in my, and some of my stuff. I might in tournaments end up playing lineups with the defense and one pass catcher against my defense this week.
1: Which is a weird feeling, but it, that, that's not that, like it's not like you're playing Robert Griffin and the defense or Mark Ingram and in the defense. I, I, you can see very easily a way in which the Pittsburgh defense has success getting after RG3, turning, getting a couple turnovers, and then Miles Boykin has a huge fourth quarter and it works out.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's something I will likely consider. And when I'm optimizing, I'll have to make sure to change some of the settings to make sure I can allow that to happen.
1: All right, let's get weird. And listen, there's nothing more weird than week 17. We've been kind of weird with some of the names we've already said. But let's get really weird. I'll get started. Drew lock is over $7,000. That seems like it's too expensive. I'm going to play him 7,100 at home against the Raiders. The most Raiders thing ever. And Ben Gretsch said it this morning on the podcast, and I, I'm convinced now it's going to happen. The most Raiders thing ever would be for the Steelers to lose, the Titans to lose, the Colts to win, and the Raiders to lose. And everybody else does what they need to get the Raiders into the playoffs, and the Broncos just smack them around anyway.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Uh Are you, are you sure you don't want to mention Gardner Minshew?
1: I'm I'm going to play Gardner Minshew. Everyone just knows that at this point. Okay. You're gonna play Gardner I, Minshew?
2: I, I'm not going to play Gardner <laughs> Minshew. I will say he does sneak his way in. He's like the number six overall value at quarterback though. So he, he is climbing the uh he's climbing his way up as he remains fifty three hundred on the draft wins.
1: Nice. How are you getting weird at quarterback? Is there anybody like is that the weirdest you would get at quarterback is Minshew?
2: Oh no, I'm getting weird. I'm getting real weird here. Uh David Blau. Wow, yeah, that's uh, that's something that might happen. Um, I failed to mention Amir Abdullah earlier. I like Amir Abdullah this week. So that's how you, that's how you're getting just, weird at running back. That's that, perfect. Yes, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead off the let's get weird at running back. We're going to get weird at quarterback, running back with that little stack or playing each one of those guys individually. But we're talking Detroit Lions here, David Blau. Amir Abdullah, I like both of them. I think there are scenarios in which both of them can score 15 to 20 fantasy points.
1: Former Detroit Lion, Amir Abdullah. Currently ruining (laughs) Mike Boone. Currently ruining Mike Boone. And that's how I'm getting weird. There is nothing that would be more 2019 than for Mike Boone, a week after he crushed teams in the fantasy championship, to play against a Bears team, with all of his backup offensive linemen, and run for 120 yards and two touchdowns. He's priced at 6200 on FanDuel. No one should play him at that price. He's $100 less than DeAndre Washington. And that, Mike, sounds exactly like the way you want to get weird.
2: That Yes, I'm going to get weird like that in one lineup as well. <laughs> That's almost definitely going to happen. Twitter will be on tilt. It's going to be amazing because I'm going to have a piece of it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Can you get any weirder than we already have at wide receiver?
2: Not really. Boykins, uh, plenty weird. I mean, look—if you want to get continue with the theme, play Danny Amendola, um, pair him with yeah. Plow. I think that that's that's going to be a pretty weird lineup. Um, yeah, that's about as weird as I'm getting on top of the the value wide receivers I've already given you there.
1: I like that a lot. Um, I. I'll just stick with Kelvin Harmon because I do think Sims is going to turn into a semi-popular punt play on DraftKings, at least on FanDuel where he's 6,000. He probably won't, but Harmon is 5,200 on FanDuel. I'm definitely going to have some of him. We've already talked about it. Tight end. It's Hayden Hurst. For me, you're probably, I would say O.J. Howard's about as weird as you're getting, and some people with his production recently would call that weird. I've got a lineup here that I've put together during the show. Should I just give it out?
2: I I think you should. Who's the quarterback?
1: You'll never guess. Carson Wentz.
2: Carson Wentz. Okay. I love it.
1: The running backs are Alvin Kamara and DeAndre Washington. I think you like that. The wide receivers are Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, and Miles Boykin. Seems decent. The tight end is O.J. Howard. Yes. The flex is Damian Williams. Okay. And the defense, you can... Listen... I'll I'll give you the choice. Choose your own adventure. Because there is enough money here to play the Chiefs defense with Damian Williams and get that correlation there if you want to. I think I'm probably going to just leave four hundred on the table and play the Pittsburgh Steelers at thirty five hundred against Robert Griffin III.
2: Okay, and you got Boykin in there. I like that. Um if that was a turn if you wanted to play that in a tournament, I would go ahead and play Pittsburgh. If that was a cash game, I would probably take the correlation with the chiefs defense.
1: Yeah. I think that makes it. And the nice thing is like people think when I'm playing a tournament lineup, I've got to be contrarian everywhere. No, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Carson Wentz, they're going to be very high owned and that's perfectly fine because no one is going to have miles Boykin, OJ Howard, Pittsburgh Steelers combo. No, nobody. So those three hits, the rest of the chalk hits, we make all the money, Mike, and it's a great way to end the 2019 season.
2: All of the money. We're going to win all of the money here in this week. It's going to be great.
1: And I think I'm done. I think you're done. I think uh, it's time to go make some FanDuel and DraftKings lineups and uh, enjoy the weekend. We will not be back next week for the playoffs DFS, or at least I will not because I'm out for the next two weeks. Maybe there will be something that pops up if you uh, tell Adam you really want to hear more from Mike McClure during DFS playoffs. But uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later.
0: The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.